Do you struggle with keeping on top of dinners? Is life really busy, but you still want to eat great food? Well, you've come to the right place. Join myself and David as we help you with easy everyday food, recipes made simple, tips and tricks, and we'll answer your culinary questions with lots of laughs along the way. Welcome to the Sarah Butler at Home podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Sarah Butler at Home official podcast. This is episode four of your weekly lockdown lift with fantastic food, lighter life moments and cookery confessions. Sharing this podcast journey is David. He will make sure I don't eat all that cheese and leave the tea bags in the sink. So welcome, welcome, one and all. It is episode four already. It's hard to believe it. The Sarah Butler at Home podcast. Sarah, how are you? How has your week been? I am good, David. All good. Great week. Busy week. Yeah, busy yeah. week is right. Uh, there was loads going on. Um, Chiller room back at school. There was new recipes. Actually, you know what? You did some sort of a fish thing on Friday because I was talking to your husband on the phone and he went for one portion and then he went back for a second portion. He did, he did. We've started to cook lots more fish. We got a great uh, fisherman down in Belmullet, Alan Flannery. So he has fantastic fresh fish and we go there every Thursday and get that off him. And it's a really nice fish dish for anybody who's wanting to start eating fish because it's not too strong of a flavour and it's in a gorgeous sauce with a nice crunchy top with your breadcrumbs and your cheese. So it's definitely one that you want to go back and get more. And potatoes on the side. And potatoes on the side and the peas. And now if you're if you're new to the podcast, and by the way, we are overwhelmed with the response that we've had from people, not just in Ireland, but in the UK and in Belgium, Australia, Senegal, uh, the States, all over the place who've been listening to the podcast and sending us little messages over the last few weeks. So this is episode four. So if you're new to the podcast, our advice is there's three episodes waiting for you. Go back and have a listen to those. It'll explain the first one particularly. That yes. explains the full story. Everything so will make sense yeah, then. So you'll say, who's he? Who's she? <laughs> what are they talking about? You'll figure it all out over those few episodes. And uh, hopefully you can stay with us. We'll bring you a brand new episode every single week. You'll get to know how the podcast works after one or two listens. So we start each week with some Instagram questions. These are questions that Sarah has got on her Instagram page, which is Sarah Butler at Home Official on Instagram. Uh, and we try and help listeners out with some of those. The first question is one that you've been asked quite a bit this week. Yes, a lot. How to do a nice ham? Yes. This is something that people go crazy for when they see me slicing my ham. I get so many questions. How do you do it like that? Mine never looks like that. I'm afraid to do it. I buy it at the shop. So basically go to your butcher, get your shoulder of ham or your fillet of ham and get them to tie it up with the butcher twine. That way it won't fall apart when you've slow boiled that for five or six hours. Pop it in a oven proof dish. Pop in an orange, uh, three tablespoons of sugar, some cloves and some peppercorns, half an onion. Bring it to the boil, pop it in the oven, leave it there for the day and then take it out. Get the water out very carefully because it will be very Mm -hmm. ready to fall apart. Pop it on a plate, wrap it in tinfoil into the fridge. Leave it alone. Okay. Leave it there, then take it out the next day and then get your fat off it. Tidy it up, get all that fat off and cut your twine off and get a good knife and you will have wafer thin ham slices with the gorgeous flavour from all of those little bits that you put into mm-hmm. the pot. But uh, yeah, that's a big one that people ask me and have tried. So many have done it and come back. Oh, we do it every week now and it's brilliant and it's so much healthier, I suppose, than buying processed ham. So uh, how long would a ham tr- would last like that? A ham, they do say the correct answer would be three days. Okay. Um, now ours rarely last that long because by the time you're making sandwiches and volavons and quiches, it's gone. I yeah. normally do two a week. So yeah, three days is what you generally... 
advice. And it's absolutely delicious. From there, another question uh, a lot of people have been asking over the last little while is a plan, and we touched on this in one of the earlier episodes, it's a plan for your week of food. So in other words, before you go out and do your shop, that you have a little plan in place. Yes, definitely. Really, really important. And it's something that so many people have started to do from my page and it's just structured their week. There's no crazy spending. You know yourself, you're running into the shop every day if you don't do your shop right. So what I'd say to people is to shop smart, eat good and spend less. So make a list of the dinners that you want to make during the week. Okay, so you're mixing up your mince, your fish, your chicken and then write down your ingredients that you're going to need. Try and get ingredients that you're going to use, you know, if you're buying a a vegetable that you're going to use it in something else. Uh, For example, you can go to your butcher and get three pounds of mince for 15 euros. With that, you can make a shepherd's pie, a bolognese, taco fries, lasagna. You can freeze that lasagna for later on in the week. Um, Again, the ham is a great one. Cook two chickens out of that, sandwiches, stew, stir fries, and kind of have a plan there so that you know what you're going to have throughout the week. Uh, Freezing is another thing as well. Batch freeze stuff. So if you're making a stir fry sauce, I have that on my page, double up on it and freeze it. So if you're busy on a Thursday evening, you have that sauce there defrosted, so you just need to fry up your chicken and your veg, and it's gorgeous. Pepper sauce, homemade tomato base sauce, freeze all of them in little one-portion containers. And there's so many things you can freeze as well. When I do a shop, I'll buy like five loaves of bread so I'll put four of them in the freezer and just take them out as I need them that way you're not going into the shop to get bread and coming out with 50 quid spent Mm -hmm. as you do you know make up a soup mix if you find your veggies going off towards the end of the week and you're like oh I hate dumping all this peel it chop it up into a Ziploc bag into the freezer there's your soup mix yeah yeah. so just to to kind of think about it before you go in because we've all done it and don't shop when you're hungry (laughs) I did that during the week I was just going to say that yeah I did that during the week I went in to get one thing and I came out with 80 euros spent going why did you do that and we didn't need another drill no we didn't need another (laughs) drill (laughs) oh the funny things you'll buy when you're hungry Um, so uh, a plan is a great thing to do Um, uh, you know I mentioned before uh, particularly when it comes to lockdown shopping when you're going in and people get a little bit anxious about having to do a big shop make a plan of even the supermarket that you're yeah, going to and do so, your list as you're going around yeah, so, so you your, look at your aisles and say well yeah. that's the bread that's going to be in the first aisle uh, whatever so you just work out a little plan so you're not doubling back on yourself now these days online shopping has become a huge yeah. thing for people and it's also a great way to avoid being tempted to buy um, a 12 pack of socks or <laughs> random stuff that you don't really need but you're like socks. oh I'll just pick them up because they're here. Yeah. yeah. So the online is great to really stick to your budget as well. And it also, some of them are, I know Tesco's is limited at 80 items. So you really have to think, do I need 14 blocks of butter? <laughs> I usually Maybe do. Maybe just 11. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another great one that really can help you not spend crazy money and think about your, your food. People would be nervous about online shopping. They would say, well, am I going to get the freshest stuff? I have to say I've never had a bad experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never had. And if they if they can't get something, they'll substitute it and give you the option then you don't if have you want to it take or not. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, I mean, once you order something, you can make up your own mind in these kind of things as well when you do those kind of things. So online shopping, I mean, is it the future? Will people go back to the way we traditionally shopped? We're just going to have to wait and see basically till this pandemic is over. Anyway, so there we go. Online shopping, a plan for week food and ham, how you cook it. Again, remember... All of the recipes, the ideas, the stories are all available on Sarah's They're Instagram They're all on the page, page and in the highlights as well. There's lots of highlights on the Instagram page. So for really great sandwich fillings, how to do that ham, how to make your lovely white cheesy sauce for your lasagna, pizzas from scratch. They're all on the page as well. So everything can be referenced back to there. Yeah. And by doing that smart shop as well, you tend to 
want to cook because mm. you have a plan. Mm-hmm. You can go, okay, that's the mince for tomorrow. Then I've got that chicken cooked for Wednesday, whatever. So it's kind of encouraging to Bit do Bit of organisation in your life. Yeah. And sure, there's nothing wrong with Can't that at it. all. Uh, by the way, stay listening because there's a possibility before the end of this particular podcast, we might have a little competition. Yes. We might have a little, nice competition, little competition. Just for our podcast listeners, okay? So stay tuned for that. Uh, before we get move on from this, uh, <laughs> this was something that Dermot brought up and we were having a conversation one day. Uh, and you know, <laughs> the thing about all the lovely food that you make, all that lovely food has to be shown on Instagram. So there's a certain amount, the food is made, it's there, and he's got the fork ready, ready. to go. Starving. Starving. <laughs> and you go, oh, sit back there now. <laughs> because I have to take a photograph of this. And a video. Lights out. Yeah. <laughs> Get the spotlight. Everybody, yeah. And the other thing, so he has to wait, tell people he has to wait for his dinner. Yeah, God, love him. The Isn't poor that thing. shocking? He has to wait for his perfectly photographed and presented dinner on a beautiful plate. Uh, yeah, he has to wait and it's all a big panic at the end of dinner because plate it up, get your videos, get your photographs, <laughs> change angles, move the plate around and he's like, I think you've got enough pictures, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, you go to the trouble of making it, it's like, you don't want to look back and go, God, I didn't get a right picture there. And listeners are going to start feeling sorry for him because I know another thing. When you go on the old Instagram live, yes. right? <laughs> so if, we'll say if Dermot comes up to the house and he realises that you're on a live video, he obviously can't just walk in, how are you doing? How are you keeping? <laughs> he can't do that. He has to wait until you're finished. So he could be sitting outside in his car going, oh, He did actually, on. did that during the week, didn't he? He, had to see, he came in <laughs> and he said, on? I was sitting in the car yeah, watching you, waiting for you to finish. Now what I said to him is, I wouldn't have the patience. I'd have walked in, I'd have gone right in front of the camera and said, how are you keeping? I want them sausage rolls. <laughs> I made 25 sausage rolls and he came in, once I finished, he came out going, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> and he wolfed about 20 of them in about two yeah. minutes flat. <laughs> Good sausage rolls. And there's nothing wrong with sausage rolls either. Now, we move on in our podcast. There's some of the Instagram questions, by the way. You get all of the information available on Sarah's Instagram page. Now, from there, we move on to something that you asked people on Instagram now, this we, week. I think we need to say to people, if it's a thing you're eating your dinner, <laughs> pause the podcast. <laughs> Ah no, I think people they'll be all right with this because I I think we'll tell some stories here and people go oh yeah that's happened to me yeah or um, I've had way worse than that in my life and what we're talking about is the grossest food story so what has happened in your life a story something you've eaten something you've cooked something you've seen that is absolutely gross out it's horrific it's awful and actually you saw one on the way in with the banana oh you stop. <laughs> Who knew that bananas could be crispy in oh, the middle? Oh, stop. It was crunchy. <laughs> I was eating a banana. A crunchy banana. And I crunched on something, so I was like, <laughs> okay, that's not the right texture of a banana. So I had to stop the car yeah. and spit it out the window. <laughs> and then I took another bite and there was something else crunchy. So Ooh. literally the whole thing was spat out the window, as was the banana peel. And good that's news. now probably me off bananas. I was going to say, good news for Dermot, banana bread no more in your house. No, I'm not no more bananas. banana bread anyways, <laughs> because you have to let them go all black. But yeah, you know, the hair these stories about bananas coming in and there's things growing oh, in them sh- ah. um, actually the apple. you mentioned uh, bananas and uh, bananas is one of the stories I see here yes. I found a banana and a leaky carton of milk in a child's school bag on Sunday for two weeks this happens you know yeah they forget to clear out yeah, the school bag another lady found um, something what did she found in, in after Raisins. the whole summer oh no the whole summer she had found I think it was something like yogurt or something in a kid's Ooh. school bag Ugh, was, that, was that the milk one? No, it was no. Ugh. Somebody found milk from her brother's um, school bag twenty years ago or something. What ugh. would that look like? Would it be like cheese? Never or? mind. What would it look like? What would it smell oh like? God, where was the bag? 
for 20 years. <laughs> I'm at, oh, geez, I'm at, I might have to stop here for a second. Well, uh, I did warn them. <laughs> okay, so here are some of the wonderful stories that we've got. Um, here's one that says, my uncle went to his girlfriend's at the time, the house. This is now, not today or yesterday, this is probably 60 years ago. And the girlfriend had cooked fish. Oh, delicious. They cut into the fish and all the blood and guts oh came gosh, spilling out on the plate. I think they broke up shortly afterwards. I would imagine <laughs> so. He was not marrying her. That would be. Would you sit through that now? Would you? No. Or would you say, "Oh, that's not right." That is not good. Uh, that is not good. What else have you got? What have okay, you got? Okay, another lady. She said she found a piece of deep-fried chewing gum. What? In a portion of chips at the bottom oh! of the empty bag. So that means you've gone through the whole bag and then yeah, you found it. Yeah, yeah, not good. You know what? I used to work in um, at chippers when I was young. Uh, not today or yesterday, and we used to make homemade chips. Yeah. Uh, and it was the real old style, Italian, uh, big... Chunky ones. Oh, yeah. Them. So we rolled the potatoes, which means peel them. We chopped them, washed them, and then they went into the proper fat. Yeah. There was nothing Can't like it. Can't beat it. There was nothing yeah. like it. Absolutely. I wouldn't... Ch- you could have put chewing gum all over it. I was <laughs> Mars Delicious. bars. It's a deep fried Mars bars. D- thing. Yeah, that's a thing that's in Scotland, Scotland, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right, so that's... Oh, somebody found some forgotten soup in a flask. Oh my gosh, God only knows how how long it was there. I can still smell it. Can you imagine that? I would be... I would think that if you have flask, you need second flask, third flask. You need flask for... Coffee. Yeah, you do because you just you wonder do the, the smell is going to how does it linger? Yeah. I have a linger? flask that I bring to work with me uh, that has coffee in it, and you it's beginning to look coffee coloured to be honest. But um, you couldn't put anything else. You don't want to taste a taste in a soup. Ooh. No. Uh, have a listen to this one. A friend left an open pack of chicken fillets to defrost by the sink. We've all done that. Oh. The sun was coming through the window. It was a warm day, as you can imagine. Baiting down on them, a huge fly came to rest. On, uh, right on the chicken fillet. What happened? Tell them what happened next. She cooked them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, you'd probably be fine. because you'd be it'd fine. Be, you know, but... Oh, you'd be fine. You know, you don't want to... I've seen a blue bottle on a piece of meat, like, <laughs> where you'd have thrown something out to the dogs years ago and the blue bottles might find where they've dug it. You know the way dogs would go off and bury a bone that might have yeah. meat on it? Mm. And you, you don't want to see that. It's not good. <laughs> what the blue bottles do in a very short space of time. Oh, sh- <laughs> You're really putting us off. <laughs> I'm going to turn everybody into, like, Ooh. What did we Two say? Two stone people. Hold on, let me see. At the beginning of this podcast, I'm I think... I'm supposed to be encouraging yeah, people you to said, eat. You oh, said, fantastic food, lighter <laughs> life moments and cookery confessions. Uh, well, these are confessions You're going to make people. people vomit. Somebody found styrofoam in a salad in a bar right. that served food. What so, is styrofoam? Is that like what they wrap around pipes? It would be kind of insulation, that yeah, kind of... Yeah, insulation. Or if, you're, if you've got something in a box... Oh, um, yeah, 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 those little things. That's what, not good. Oh, there what would they think that is? I don't know, but I'm imagining that you'd fairly get a crunch if you bit down on it. <laughs> Actually, speaking of people getting a crunch when they bite down on things, another girl sent in, she worked in a restaurant, right. and she said one of the waitresses lost a fake nail. Ugh. And one of the customers found it, and Ugh. had eaten it, and had to take it out of his mouth. Oh, So that is not good. Tell them the story about the Malteser. Oh, the Malteser story. <laughs> oh my gosh. This lady's sister-in-law... Had kids, they were all in the house, and uh, she thought it was a Malteser. They must have been eating Maltesers on the ground, so she picked it up and put it in her mouth, and it was the poodles. It wasn't a Malteser. It, it wasn't, wasn't a Malteser, <laughs> it was the poodles poo. So, I don't know, is it the poodles make poo that looks like Malteser? I don't know either. Well, they must. Is it shiny? <laughs> oh, so, God. yeah, that's never good. 
I don't know if I can continue. Oh, the on. one, the one about the three to four pints. That was brilliant. Oh, oh yes, Let's yes, keep yes, the men that. out yeah, of the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We did stir. <laughs> he probably did it on purpose, so but he'd never look, have to make dinner again. All I say is, when the instructions are given to you, you need to give the instructions very clearly written down. Well, so, I think she did very clearly. <laughs> so this the is casserole. View on this. Make the casserole. No, okay? she had actually made it, and right, she, okay. she had told him to. So it goes on. So you put the casserole on. She said, "Add three quarters of a pint of water." Yeah. So she put the three slash four. Of water. <laughs> and what he saw, and I will defend him, he saw three or four pints of water. <laughs> so the poor girl came home after her long day's work to a stew. Oh, I'm swimming, so looking forward to it. Swimming, a, a stew soup. <laughs> or a soup casserole. Okay, you're going to have to be clearer on the three quarters well, and I mean, the three it's, or it's four. Well, I mean, it's three slash four if it's going to be three to four pints. But that little three quarters, I think. Let us know what you think. Uh, not funny at the time, but I found a used plaster in my takeaway soup. Not good. That, that wasn't funny at the time. That's not funny now. That's not even funny now. <laughs> it's never funny. No. Um, eating out and spotted a caterpillar standing up, <laughs> smiley face or laughy face, in my salad. Well, at least he, he let himself be seen before she ate him. Mm, crunchy. Oh, no. You'd never know either, probably, a caterpillar, if you were eating a salad. It probably wouldn't be the same texture as, like, gosh, oh. a cucumber or a carrot. Fairly <laughs> grim. Uh, found a fly in the bottom of a curry chips. Oh, God. Oh, jeepers. Little person didn't uh, that's not what it says didn't know didn't know I don't share my food with oh no my one <laughs> well he went into the bottom of it it's great it's great but well, they were brilliant they were very very funny anything else you had I want to hear about false teeth what's the one about the false teeth oh the false teeth yes this girl was uh, serving serving in a restaurant and um, the guy that she was serving his false teeth fell out onto the floor under the chair and he expected her to pick them up and give them back to him so she just laughed in his face and oh. went off can you imagine? I'd say restaurant people and staff would have some stories to tell you. And you can share them in a safe environment yeah. by sending us an email to sarahbutler at home at gmail.com. Do let us know. Yeah, absolutely. I and think people like to hear these stories. And look, the other thing is that we're not sharing anybody's names and we're not sharing any particular places. Yes. So we're just sharing stories. And we all have one. Oh, there's one more. While eating Go in on. a fast food restaurant halfway through... I found a maggot in my salad. They do say to be so careful with salads. <laughs> you know, I, I came here today looking forward to my dinner this evening. Are you hungry, no, David? No, 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 it's gone off go. me. You know, the talk of all those sausage rolls has gone off We should just get people to listen to this for weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we finish on the one about the parsley sauce. What's that one about? Parsley sauce, yes. Now, I don't know, was this lady like at a buffet or was she working in the restaurant? But basically she was going across the restaurant with a big plate of something that involved parsley sauce tripped and landed in on top of another lady and her dinner went into the lady's handbag. Ugh. So you can imagine that. That's fairly gross. Not good. Fairly Did you ever have a right fall like that, David, in a, front of people? A good, proper fall. Embarrassing, huh? on your own. Oh, Or you I, had to pick yourself up. I, oh, you see, I probably have, but, I, but it was straight away when you mentioned people falling, I think of my wife, Jane, <laughs> and she, she was in McDonald's once. Oh, she had a terrible, terrible fall. And the whole lot of food came down oh, as well. Oh, no, that's even yeah. worse for Jane that her food fell on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Did she start eating it off the floor? Oh, no. 
Uh, and you know what? Um, I think it was in Dublin, and nobody came to help. Really? Nobody. Oh my nobody. gosh! Uh, sh- sh- I shouldn't tell these stories, really. But uh, there was another situation when we were on holidays once. I will never forget this. Uh, and uh, we, we we would have been with each other a few years, so we knew each other. And we had gone to a water park, a water slide park. And the object was there was four different slides. So you go in this one, I go in this one. You meet at the bottom and you talk about which one was best. Right. So I get to the bottom. She gets to the bottom. She's getting out of the water and she's turning to tell me which one is best. And she fell. Oh, no. I cannot describe the noise. Not for the first few minutes. (laughs) Laugh and run. But out of pure, you know, as you would do, embarrassment, people started rushing to her going, Oh no. Yeah. They were going, "Uh, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm Fine! <laughs> Pure Irish I'm reaction. Fine! And uh, we limped back to a sunbed. Uh, there wasn't much talk out of her now for about 25 that was minutes. the end of her on her water slides. It was, it was about an hour later. Uh, I, I still remember they were from Gillingham. Two fellas came over. No way! And they asked, was are you okay? okay? Oh we saw that fall <gasps> and it was horrific. And you know what? If that was today, it'd be up on YouTube. <laughs> You just have people standing with phones. By me. Hey, to you. You've said about, so share your story. You've obviously got one. Of falling? Mm. I did actually, yeah. I've actually two very funny stories. One falling and one um, potentially burning a house down. Um, (laughs) I was working in a shop when I was younger and it was Christmas time and I was late. And you know me, I run everywhere. So I'm always rushing, rushing, rushing. We'll come back to that. Always running. I don't walk, I run. Even if I don't need to. If I'm on time, I'll still run. She doesn't run anymore, though. <laughs> so I... Can we come back to that? Oh, yeah, I know. We used to <laughs> run together. Okay, I'm going off the topic. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was running into work anyways, and it was like an indoor shopping centre. And, you know, it was Christmas, and there was like a seating area in the middle, and I was flying in the next thing. I went, not even back on my arse, <laughs> forward, <laughs> slap down, all, all fours out, and oh. I was on my own and the place was packed and I actually slid as I hit the floor. I, I hit the floor and slid because it was wet. And did anybody and say anything? had to get up. <laughs> I don't know if they came near me or what. I was mortified. <laughs> I don't think they had the chance to come over to me because I jumped up so fast. But the worst thing was I had to work in an open newsstand for the rest of the day. Oh, no. I had to go in and stand behind the counter. You know these ones that are inside shopping yeah. centres and everybody can see you? And stand there mortified. Oh my word! You know, yeah. um, I, I was thinking about you know shocking what can happen to you when you're very small and you remember it when you're an adult. And this, like, what am I? Late forty? No, I'm. I'm ah, you know. you're only in your <laughs> you're only young now. Uh, but when I was playing, uh, I, it was a big thing at the time. I was playing maybe under ten football. Now you're going to feel sorry for me tomorrow. Okay. This is really horrible, oh, and the no. fact that I still remember this is horrific. <laughs> um, so um, it was under ten football, and at the time somebody filmed it. Mm. Imagine, that was the 80s. Serious, yeah. This is big. And what they did was they brought the, all the teams to the big hall, Coke and crisps, and it was just fabulous. Everybody sat out. We're going to watch the game together. Yeah. Right? And little David takes off up the pitch with the ball. Right? Yeah. And what? when I ran, everybody laughed. Oh, no. Why? Yeah, they laughed at my run. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it horrible? Oh my gosh, is that why you run all the time now? To perfect your run? <laughs> no, but I don't run in front of people. <laughs> you run out, you go out running. Yeah, but I, 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 I go, yes, exactly. With like a bag road. over your head. That's you. Yeah. The guy that runs <laughs> with the bag over his head. So everybody knows, David. It's funny, someone has said to me um, recently, he said, you know, you're doing a bit of running. We come back to the running in just a second. It is funny but, when you uh, see someone with a funny run though. <laughs> 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 and, uh, but a guy said to me, he said, you're doing a lot of running at the minute. 
you think you'd be thinner. You <laughs> did not. For <laughs> yeah. God's sake. But, uh, okay, so we say uh, the four of us came together. That's uh, me and Jane, Sarah and Dermot came together with a plan to get fitter, right? So straight away, uh, Dermot and Jane said, we're not running. No. We are not running. So uh, the other two said, well, we run. Yeah. I decided for my 40th birthday, I've never ran in my life, never ran since I was under 10 in football. <laughs> and I said, uh, I, okay, I'll do it, let's do it. Let's get to 5k, do the park run and be happy with that. And it was fantastic. Now, people listening to this have to imagine that you and I running, one was like one of those little, <laughs> what are the little terrier doggings and one was like a greyhound. Okay? So one little leggings were going... <laughs> You actually, when you were when we ran together, you did more. What yeah, was yeah. it? You did, did more steps. steps. Yeah, oh yeah, you did two way steps, more steps. Siobhan. Yeah, and the greyhound beside me, Uh-oh. Sonia Sullivan beside I me. I was not. Sonia. But let's let's let, no, let's just finish this by saying one of us is still running. <laughs> Can you guess which one it is? <laughs> the little the little terrier is still running. The greyhound is retired. I've retired. A knee apparently. Yeah. A knee has caused some problems. Uh, now there are uh, some of the stories that we've got oh, from Instagram. The other, can I before yeah, we go on? Can I tell you the other funny story about almost burning the house down? So myself and Dermot were on holidays uh, a couple of years back, and the house that we were renting had um, it like had like um, you had to sign all your details in with them because they had um, connections up with if you set the fire alarms off you had to give them your phone numbers and your next to kin kind of details I don't know why anyways <laughs> um, one morning I had got a load of bacon and you know that Spanish bacon it's really crispy but full of fat Right. so I was busy frying and I made a big fry and we were sitting outside having our fry and the next thing three cop cars <gasps> and two ambulances flew down with sirens going and we were sitting Whoa. out going, because I like my bacon really crispy, so <laughs> there was a bit of smoke. And um, we were sitting out and he said, mm, they're probably coming for you because you burnt the bacon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, the doorbell rang. Oh, oh so we went out goodness. to these really, really cross Spanish police yeah. who demanded our passports. Oh, uh, They were pure thick. It was not like talking to a paddy. Uh, saying, oh, Jesus, sorry about that. Sorry, no. We managed to get ourselves, talk ourselves out of it because it's a bit like, you know, you have to pay for calling these people out. Yeah. Three cop cars and two ambulances waiting to find a house burnt down. The worst part was we left our phones upstairs. Oh. And both our parents were kind of down as numbers if as our next kin. So there was like 45 million missed calls where they had been rang by the people in Spain saying, oh, there's been word. an emergency situation oh, here involving a fire alarm. So that was... Uh, That's pretty embarrassing. That was a very um, not enjoyable fry to go back in. But we managed to work it out. But did you eat the fry? But to say, that was the last time... Did, he, did I, you eat the fry? I can't remember. It was a shock. <laughs> I think we might have had it eaten by the time they came. <laughs> I remember, um, you know, uh, the things that can give you um, just a mild panic. Yeah. So... Uh, we were, we were in Spain at one stage, uh, family holiday, I think. Children were very small at the time. Relaxing, bit of sunshine in the good old days when you could travel. Oh, stop. And uh, we were enjoying ourselves and Jane said to me, is everything all right? And is everything all right at home? And I made the joke, well, I did leave the immersion on, right? <laughs> no, I spent the next 13 <gasps> days oh, no. thinking to myself, oh, did, I? did I leave the immersion oh, no. on? Did I? So uh, it was the first thing I checked when I got back to Ireland. And I hadn't, I didn't feel myself. Uh, and that Just actually, ruined your holiday. <laughs> that makes me think of another thing. When you're on holidays with your husband, am I right in saying that, if, so if you arrive there, he will start counting it down from the day yep. you arrive. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Thanks for reminding me of that. We land in Spain for two weeks and after day one he'll go, 
It's only 13 more days left now. <laughs> and he'll do it every day until we're going home. Until you're back at the airport. Oh, gosh. That's, oh, that's right. I one. forgot about that. That's a bad one. Yeah. Right, quick fire questions. Okay, what have you got for me? Are you ready? Are you yeah. ready for these now? Brace yeah. yourself, Bridget. These are good. These okay. are good. These are good, week. okay. No, they're not. They're not that good. <laughs> uh, fried egg or a boiled egg? Fried egg or a boiled egg? Fried oh, egg or fried boiled egg. egg. Fried egg, yeah. Yeah. Boiled egg could be nice. Fried egg, though. Depends on how you're healthy you're feeling, but generally it's fried for me. You did a fried egg recently in water, I did, did you? yeah. So you put it, because a lot of people come on to me going, I can never get the eggs nice. So if you have a saucepan, right, or a frying pan, sorry, um, either, put a little bit of water in it and put it on the heat and then crack your egg into it really slowly and really close to the water and let it simmer with the lid on. Right. And it kind of steams itself. So you're kind of semi-poached and semi-frying yeah. it. Yeah, because with a poached one, you're like, you always lose the egg white and you're meant to swirl it and put vinegar in and it never works mm. and you always just feel like a total failure that yeah. you can't even poach an egg. <laughs> so this way you're kind Look of... At her. She can't <laughs> even poach an egg! Who does she think she is? <laughs> so this is kind of like you crack it in the water and put the lid back on and it steams perfect if you're watching some of the American cooking shows um, there's some really good ones on uh, TV and uh, what they do when they're cooking their burgers mm. uh, when they're doing it on the grill or the, f- the big fryers they always put a cooking lid over it to keep the moisture in to keep oh, the burger yeah 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 kind I of think it's a great idea it's a great idea. Itself, yes, yeah. yeah, keeps the, the moisture keeps in there, keeps it in, yeah. nice. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Uh, right, crisps, cheese and onion or salt and vinegar? Cheese and onion or salt and vinegar? Oh, cheese and onion. Oh, are you yeah, serious? I like a salt and vinegar, but O'Donnell's. I rarely eat crisps, but when I do, it's the cheese and onion. Not that, not, we, give, we don't give plugs too often, but O'Donnell's salt and vinegar. Yeah. Oh, stop. Now, Kyo's do a really nice ready salted crisp, and yes. they're really nice. They don't repeat on you. Okay. That's the worst thing I find a crisp. You'll eat a bag or three because there's nothing in one. And an hour later, you're, it's repeating on you. Oh, repeating on you. I've written in brackets here, uh, things that give me heartburn. Yeah. If I had one cheese and onion crisp, I would need a half a bottle of Gaviscon yeah. after it. Well, the Kyo's ready salted ones are fine. Don't do that. They don't, they're great. So if you had to, cheese and onion, salt and vinegar. Ah, uh, salt and Cheese and onion, sorry. I oh, always do that. I always answer the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of, um, I like crisps, and we might do a whole podcast on crisps at some stage. Crisps are good, but there's a couple of them that leave you stink. Yeah. Snacks. S N A X. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're dink. They're you can, not good. If somebody's had meanies, you can smell them a, a mile, mile away. away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we might come back to some of those. Um, chicken breast or chicken leg? Chicken breast all the way. I can't be dealing with the little veiny things and eating around things. Dermot can manage to eat a chicken wing or a chicken leg or anything, and there's literally a bone left. I'm like, where did all the veins and the gross bits go? <laughs> I ate them. I have a friend who used to eat the bones and all. Did he? Oh <laughs> God. He used to eat an apple. The whole apple. Really? Yeah. Pips, corn, I know somebody who used to eat um, tomatoes raw, just like an apple. <laughs> and I know somebody who eats garlic. Now, I do that myself. Garlic whole, and I actually had a slice of butter. It was so good. Cunyog's butter. Right. They're in Baal. And they have the most amazing homemade. They do it on their own farm. And I messaged her to say, is it bad that I've just eaten a slice of your butter? It was on so its own. good. Yeah, wow. on its own. That's how good it is. It's yeah. You actually have to close your eyes and taste it. You and I are probably guilty of putting excessive amount of butter yeah. and things. I would have a, a slice of toast in the morning. We say if Jane sliced, uh, buttered the slice of toast for me, I'd wait till she was going around the corner. <laughs> There's enough butter on that. Oh, we need to clog this baby up properly. Yeah. Uh, delicious. Would you eat a clove of garlic on its own now? I have uh, two very close colleagues yeah. who um, decided as a challenge one day to eat a clove of raw garlic each. Oh, 
We had to leave the building. It would be stink. Stink. It was yeah. coming out of them yeah. for about three days. I wouldn't eat clove, but I'd eat a sliver of it. You know the way they say if you put a clove of garlic in your sock, yes. it'll come out it through your breath. The, does it? Yeah. It'll, after a while, it it'll come out. It takes all the toxins through. out, doesn't yeah. it, as well? Stink. Magic. Um, Great for you. Really, really good for your health. Really good for you, but you're stink. <laughs> um, morning time or night time? Oh, morning time. Yeah. I'm no good at night. She's and it's useless. funny, uh, <laughs> Dermot's the opposite. I'm sneaking off down to bed at nine o'clock with yes. my iPad going, I love going to bed. And I'm going, are you? Freaking telling me, you're going to bed. And then I'm up at six o'clock in the morning and he's like, what are you doing? Mm. I love morning time. Mo- morning time in spring is the most mm. wonderful time. I think we may have touched on this the podcast before, but it's a time when the earth is just, it's just hasn't decided what it's going to be like for the day. Yeah. And it's just wonderful. There's a, a, early on a Sunday morning, mm. I could stand outside with just myself and the cats and maybe the dog, just looking around the and place. And the birds and the sheep. And, yeah, and, and, the just, and just thinking, you know, you have, we have this place, lads, to ourselves. Yeah. It's just Fabulous. So I was never a morning person. My job meant I had to be a morning person, but actually now I'm a morning person. And these days, I don't know if this is a thing that happens when, when you, you move old. into your mid forties. But <laughs> for example, last night I waited up to watch a documentary last night on Carrie Fisher and her mother uh, Debbie Reynolds. It was fantastic, but it didn't finish till quarter past two. So it was half two going no, to bed. I couldn't do that. Twenty past seven this morning. I'm going. It, it has to be about half eleven. Yeah. It was twenty past seven. I forced so myself to stay in bed until. About eight o'clock yeah. and then get up. They do say that as you get older, David. That's what happens. Maybe it's because you're fitter if you keep running. <laughs> Maybe that's it. If you're eating yes. butter in slices, <laughs> yeah, I just have to go to bed. Your body's like, I need to fix myself. <laughs> fix myself. Um, uh, driver's seat or passenger? Driver's seat or passenger? Driver's seat, 100%. And that must be a tough one for you. Why? Because he drives everywhere. Well, no, he, I don't mind him because sure, like he's driving everywhere anyways and he's Mr. Perfect I don't driver. think I've ever driven him anywhere. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you're driving somewhere in Dermot's and Pasture, what? Yeah. Watch the car. No. Watch the yeah. lights. No. Touch the child. Yeah. No. You're going too fast. You're going too slow. Drop it down a gear. Go into fifth gear. I can't. I've actually yeah. stopped the car yeah. in the middle of a road mm-hmm. and said, you drive the car then and got out <laughs> And he's like, will you get into the car, sir? Will you get out? No, get into the car, you and drive it. <laughs> Followed by a huge row and people looking in it. Who taught you to drive? Um, I don't oh, know. You probably learned going around the house, did you? We did. That's, that's a few stories there I could tell you. <laughs> uh, about me at about 15 in a car. But um, yeah, I think we just kind of, when mum and dad would go off somewhere, you'd, you'd mark the ground where the car, you'd put chalk where the wheels of the car were. <laughs> And then you would um, go off, chance it. And my best now, friend. I have to point door. out to people now that you've got an avenue, so you're not like we you're taking it avenue. up the main road. We have an avenue, and my best friend lived next door. So what we used to chance at about like sixteen, I drive down her avenue, and she drive down my avenue because there's that <laughs> tiny space of public road. And I'll tell you a funny story. We had a B and B. So Sarah was heading off in the car one day and didn't realise there was a B and B car right behind the car. So into reverse, straight oh. back I went. And smashed his light. So flew over to the neighbour's house and she has brothers. I was like, what am I going to do? Picked up the glass. Cute enough. Picked up the glass on the ground. Yeah. So I got rid of the glass and all the evidence. So I went back then and I hid up in one of the rooms waiting for the two people that in the car to go. Because I was like, if they go, then the, anybody crashed the car. So they got into the car and I was like, okay, we're nearly there. I'd have been killed stone dead. And got into the car. Damn me, he forgot something. He went back into the house and he came out and he spotted it. Oh no. So I was gone. I ran straight over to the neighbours going, I'm out of here. I'm going to get killed. <laughs> Good luck to you now. Good luck to you. But because I had removed the evidence of the broken glass. He didn't know. He couldn't prove anything. 
He does now. He does. <laughs> there you go. I don't know, was he an American or were the Germans or what were they? But I denied it. So Absolutely. You got away with it? Oh, yeah. I told mum and dad there recently that it was me, but I denied oh, 100%. Well. You know, it was Jane who taught me to drive. Mm. Um, and I had a, a rough idea, but she had the patience uh, to teach me how to drive. And um, she was a great teacher. And she used to, in fairness, she used to let, let me drive to Dublin when I was beginning. I remember she brought me down a Collins Street, right? And she was she used to very calmly say to me, look, if you get a bit stressed, just pull over. Yeah. So we'd be on O'Connell Street with buses all around oh me. And I'd be going, where am I pulling over? Yeah. Uh, but, so it was definitely, you know, she was very calm. and never taught you me how to drive. You definitely need someone calm. But I do remember. I was reversing down the avenue of your house mm. uh, in her car woods, right? Not great with the owl reversing when oh, I started. Yeah, this is a funny story. <laughs> I took <laughs> not one, but two mirrors off Jane's car, oh, no. right? And I do remember a sister of yours ran to the window, right? Looked in at me and said, oh my God, you are, and I can't use the next <laughs> word. Look at her face. <gasps> and I looked in the mirror and I thought, I'm going to just get what out of here. Do? What did you just Floor it. <laughs> Florida, in reverse. Florida just said it was you. Yeah. Should have blamed me. I got blamed for everything. Anyway. Uh. It was Sarah. <laughs> it's all Sarah's fault. So much stuff we didn't get to, you know. So much stuff so we didn't much, get. But we won't um, drag on. No, we won't drag on. We want on. you to come back. Because we're at our time. And um, because so so much to look forward to at next week's podcast. So stay with us. Each week we'll give you a brand new podcast. But right now we're going to do a little giveaway yes. just for our podcast listeners who've stayed with us. We really appreciate your support. So I have, I was kindly given a load of cookbooks from the Castle Book Shop in Castle Bar when my account was hacked. So kind of them. They rang me and they said, Sarah, we have three bags of cookbooks here we just want to give you something as a little token after what's happened so I want to do these in a giveaway so the, the story is if you want to win two really good cookbooks so this week I have Simon and Helen Patterson and it's a chocolate cookbook so loads of gorgeous chocolate recipes and I have a John Weight comfort food, so lovely comfort foods. So they are the prize to what are we saying, David? The best story or question, question that you can email me to Sarah Butler at home at gmail.com. It's really important. This this is not through Instagram. This is this not is through Instagram. Through email and the yeah. podcast only, okay? Yeah. So you email your questions or your stories or even your comments, whatever. Anything at all. Anything at all to Sarah Butler at home at gmail.com that's Sarah Butler at home the at there is at yes Sarah Butler at home at, at gmail.com gmail. and, uh, and we'll finish on this one actually because uh, it's one that I noticed earlier on and you had mentioned to me during the week that people were asking you about Easter eggs and yeah, how to melt yeah. them properly uh, okay so I last night decided the Easter eggs have to go so I melted them up and I made some rocky roads and posted a picture and so many people get back to me going how do you melt these eggs they always go uh, dry or and they, or they, they just go dry and they don't they're not that lovely melted chocolate mm-hmm. so if you we don't have a microwave so I do it on a saucepan of simmering water break your chocolate into a bowl and place it on top of that saucepan don't let the base of the bowl touch the hot water just let it simmer away and when your chocolate is about I'd say 70% melted take it off and with the whisk whisk it because the problem is it overcooks and you won't get that back no matter what you add to it if you add milk or butter you won't get it back the best chocolate to melt is like 70% above but obviously we have to get rid of the easter egg <laughs> so melt it to about 70% and then use your whisk and the hot chocolate will melt the bits that aren't melted 
and that's how you get your Easter eggs melted. Perfect. And that Perfect. is a good way to finish yeah. our podcast for this week. Can we just say over the next few weeks we plan to have a couple of special guests for people to have a listen to to hear their short stories food related or non-food related little clips that we'll have from some special guests over the next few weeks and we're looking forward to uh, saying hello to a few of those. We're out of time. Yep. Um, I didn't have time to talk about uh, things like the sweets, the ice creams and one that I'm particularly looking forward to talking about in the next few weeks is the Queen of Slaps. The Queen of Slaps. Oh, that's The Queen right. of Slaps. We'll yeah. say no more. The queen I am. Join us next. <laughs> it's not slapping children, but <laughs> no. we will talk to you again uh, next week on the podcast. Keep cooking and licking. No licking. No licking. <laughs> Keep cooking. No licking. Uh, get everything on Sarah's Instagram. Sarah Butler at home official Instagram. Uh, and uh, we'll talk Thanks. to you soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye.